Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in and watching us today. I have a super cool guest. I'm going to get to know him as much as you guys are going to get to know him. He is currently casting a really cool movie called Replay with Olivia Munn. And you can see so many indies that he's done. The list is so many, I can't list them, but one of them is Arkansas with John Malkovich and Vince Vaughn. Please help me welcome Brandon Henry Rodriguez, BHR Casting. Come on in. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for doing this. I know you're probably inundated because so many people want to get to know you, but cool. I want to do the give back and have all my people who listen to my podcast and all my studio get to know you too, because as you'll probably agree with me, it's all about connection. Connection is the key importance for everybody, the trickle down effect. I agree. I 100% agree. So we're going to hang out. I want to get to know you. And, you know, I kind of want to just get right down to it. Why do you love being a casting director? How did that happen? I mean, I, I started in front of the camera and I, in a, in a long story short, I fell in love with behind the camera. I had a casting director uh, who would pay me uh, $25. This was over a decade ago, $25 and lunch to come and help film uh, sessions for her. Uh, and I mean, I loved it as an actor. I got to see so many beautiful versions of the same scene. Mm. Um, and, uh, and then one day that assistant on that television show wasn't going to come back. They got picked up. She goes, Hey, would you want to be my full-time assistant? And I was like, no, I'm an actor. <laughs> She's like, look, you can still go to your auditions, this and that. Don't worry about it. I was like, all right, as long as I could do that. Um, and then when I started, uh, I would go to my auditions but then by the fourth or fifth episode I remember like my agent calling me and I would find ways just to like pass or be like oh I can't make it or you know any type of excuse and by like the fourth or fifth one she called me and pretty much cursed me out and was like what is happening right now like I'm trying to do this stuff you're not doing this like you're not going you're I know you're making excuses and I and I just told her I'm like honestly I, I've been doing this thing with and I just I'm in love with it and I really want to focus my energy here. And that was on a television show called Wilfred on oh. FX with Elijah Wood and Jason Gann. Great. Yeah. Great. yeah, Fiona Googleman and Dorian Brown. And there's so many just lovely people. And um, I, that, that process made me fall in love with casting as a whole. Um, and I, I love actors and I just get them. And so when they're in the room with me or, I'm watching a tape or whatever it might be, just to be able for them to be in that space and know that they never have to worry about a judgment or a fear mm. of being creative. Mm. If I can do that, then great. So, yeah, that's so incredible. So what is, there's such a, you know, myth about the, the separation from an actor to casting and, and a lot of actors get so nervous. So, why did you feel that way when you were an actor? And what probably makes you so wonderful as a casting director is because you were an art, an actor on the other side. You get it. You know yeah. how to tell a story. You know how to create character, and you know how to probably communicate with the proper wording for yeah. actors to come in. And I mean, I, I I trained all different types of you know from Meisner to Yale School of Drama to you know just just all these different kind of techniques. So I get that aspect of it. But for me. Yeah, I mean, look, you always went in, or at least when I was when I was doing that, my mentality was, 
you know, this was my time. This is this, like, I need, you know, they've got all these other people, this and that. But yet now in casting, I tell actors all the time, we are exactly the same people. Like, we are exactly the same people. We always hope for our next job. We always hope for our next film. We always hope for our next series. The only difference is you're going to make a shit ton more money than I'll ever make. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so it's like, don't, a lot of actors want to put casting on a pedestal. Yes. And I'm like, don't do that, man. Like we, I would imagine there's not casting directors out there. And I really hope not that when any actor walks in for anybody, for any role that they've requested to come in, that they have any negative thought or notion of them not wanting to do a good job. Mm. Because if you come in and we can work together and you can kill it, mm. you're going to look great. And so will I. Yes. So work together and let's have a good time. So you're basically saying there is no barrier. It's one without the, you know, you need each other. This whole Absolutely. business, what people don't understand. Absolutely, you, yes. You need, you can't, actors need the casting. Everyone needs the writer. We need the producers. It's all one unit. So do you think that artists, actors who come in and who really are calm about that, Obviously, don't they close the deal much faster than other actors who, you know, are get in their way? Absolutely. And those ones that come in and close the deal, as you say, are the ones that aren't trying to, to give me an audition on what they think I want to see. Mm. The ones that come in and do the audition for what they think the role is through casting and how they see it and this and that, like 80% of the time, it's like a lot of my actor friends will always say like, oh, I just had an audition and the casting director was like, that was a good job. And I'm like, yeah, probably because you did just that. You, you did a good job. Like mm -hmm. you didn't mess the lines up. You didn't crash into anything. Like you weren't so horrible. Uh, you just, yeah. you did nice. You did a good job. Yeah. And that's 80% of the actors I see is they do a good job. Right. 20% that close and just blow my mind away and blow my director and producer's minds away are the ones that, aren't there to do what they think we want to see. They're there to do what they want to show us. What they've created their life of their character to be. Yeah, and that's what we, and I tell actors all the time, I'm like, we have no idea what we want until you show us it. Yeah, so, like, you want to be special. Yes, yes. Actually, special. One of your students, um, hmm. uh, uh, Stephen Peck. Yes. He, uh, I just cast him in a project. Stop it. Yeah, blew me, blew my director and I away on his performance. Absolutely. Okay. He, I just texted him. He has not even told me this information, and this is going in the podcast. This is <laughs> <not Sure. laughs> He's yeah. so busted right now because my studio and me, I coach because I want everyone to win. I want everybody working. So when I hear this and I don't hear it from him, I want to go, wow. Maybe yeah. he didn't know he could tell me it. Uh, he probably doesn't think he can, but... He can. Uh, I can, we can't, I can't tell you what it is, but he did just book a really cool project that I'm currently Incredible. Casting. He has grown so much. And yeah, he's great. He's perfect it, for it. Brandon, it's all about that training. You got to know yourself so well, so you can just do your thing in that room Absolutely. and trust your impulses. Of course, sculpt your story. But how do you feel when actors walk in and start changing up the lines and just I mean, look, I don't mind like having a little fun here and there. Yes. Um, I mean, if it's very specific writing, like 
I mean, I, I'm not casting any projects for Aaron Sorkin uh, currently, but I mean, if you ever were to do that to him, I'd imagine that you'd have to be the dumbest person on the face of the planet because he writes so specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think you just kind of have to know certain things. I think comedy, obviously, you can have a little more room to play with or whatever, but I, I'm a fan of like, like I'm fine to, 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 to have that, have the freedom, but don't abuse it. Um, and I'll also in a room or on a self tape now, you know, like in a room, I'd be great. I really love that. We, you did that. I want to keep exploring that, but then I'll also, I'm going to want to do one. Can we just stick right to the page? Um, and I think that's important too, to be able to have that. Um, I sometimes find it that stand up comedians who are transitioning into, uh, acting have a hard time because they're very like having just to go with the flow of a crowd and everything. Um, but, but yeah, I, I would say stick to the page when you can. Um, and, and I think it, to the page all the time. I really do think it's the writer's intent, the writer's word. Again, it's like having a button like at the end of something mm-hmm. or, you know, or at, you know, or if it's like a, a, a very like, uh, flirty kind of scene to be able to add something that like you can just shoot back like a, a line or a word like that's I'm not gonna go crazy about that and no real writer or director uh, that I've ever worked with or known but again because an actor needs to be able to have that freedom to be able to create something on their own but when it comes to television you know and things like that if you're if you're coming in for a co-star or a guest star like don't don't go crazy, man. Like you're, Don't you're a vessel. To the script. Yeah, you're you're a vessel to like move the entire series along, and like that's it, you know. So. And I think that actors don't realize how many hours writers put into these scripts, and sure. how voices are already being, you know, mixed around with their, you know, their baby of material. So for mm-hmm. me, and you can agree or not agree, but I, you are agreeing because I'm, we just basically said this is that you have to honor those words, and if you come in. Like, who are you, this actor that comes in, you've never met these people, and your words are better than theirs? To me, that's slicing yourself in the foot. And you should be able to take those words and make them your own. And I've known buddies who've been on shows, like, uh, who they might not have as an actor, you know, this is like a big deal for them. They're getting like a, a reoccurring or a regular on a show, and they're like, but this show's garbage. And I would tell them, like, look, man, and like, I'm gonna talk to the writers, I'm gonna talk, like, Hey, stay in your lane right now, dude. Uh, take this credit, take this credit, do your job with what exactly it is. If you're there in three seasons later, maybe have those conversations. Right yeah. now, just stay in your lane. Stay go, in your lane. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, go do your job. If you think it's crap, great. Take the money, take the credit, go back to your hotel room, relax, show up. But just I think it's shut up and show up because I don't think and don't tell anybody your feelings. Exactly. Yes, oh. I couldn't agree. Like you want to talk to some friends about it? Sure. Yeah, I totally get it. But be very thankful because there's a million people that would happily be where you're want to be where you're at right now. One thousand percent. And you know, I'm not really a religious person, but I am about the power of positive intention. I'm all about the universe. I'm all about that. And when actors are on set and they have a negative air about them, the trickle down effect is massive and oh, vice versa. Oh yeah. It happens too in the room. Like, I mean, I, I even audition process where, I mean, I've, I've had some, 
I've had some actors where maybe three in my entire time, over a decade of casting, where I'm like, I just call the rep and I'm like, hey, honestly, I never need to see your client ever again. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but what what causes that? What, um, what I think uh, an air of superiority. Yeah. Um, or they're uh, they're thinking of like they don't need to be there for that again if you don't think you need to be there for that then don't show up but you showed up so yeah. either accept it or not um or if someone is absolutely horrible to anybody on my staff like i've had a, an assistant once be like he was so this or that and i'm like done like no more never again like yeah yeah, like why would that person talk negatively about somebody that works for you? <laughs> yeah, it's just like treating somebody as if like, hey, can you go do this? Or hey, I need this. Or hey, go, like, what do you, like, and so I'm like, I'm sorry, they, do they work for you? Yeah. No, yeah. They don't, not at all. No before one in the Before you speak, does. yes. Yeah. Think before you speak, people out there, and it's hard sometimes, I think, that the nerves kick in and they get diary of the mouth and they just, the anxiety triggers them to say things that yeah. again, I don't care who you are, be a good person. And that's all I care about. Yeah. Be a good person. It's it. so, so, so important. Um, what is the difference? Cause you cast so many indie films. So compared to television, what is the pacing difference? You put out a breakdown. Is it cast month time, a week time, a day time compared to television? Does I mean, that I have, I mean, I have, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, television is just like, look, I mean, it, it's, it's moving weekly. An episode, an episode, you're casting, you're casting your episode, you're done on Friday, Monday, you're starting a new episode, you're done by Friday, it's Monday. I mean, so it's like, yeah, you're, you're hauling butt. I mean, indies, I but love. Let me just inter interrupt you for one second. So in television, it is so fast. Put out a breakdown, have a reading, have a callback within like four days it's cast, two days it's cast, one week. Uh, I would say... Yeah, I would say in a week. I mean, five days. Like, I mean, if we put out a if we put a breakdown out on Monday by Friday, um, you know, if it's like a, like we might have some offers for a guest star or or something like that that we're exploring. But for a lot of the co-stars, um, yeah, I mean, we're 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 good to go. And if it's a bigger reoccurring role, like they'll usually we get more time for that knowing like hey in episode six we're going to be having this kind of character so we really kind of like here's some sides for that now on episode one can we start looking for this person um and so like that or or new series regular same thing but when it comes just to the day-to-day co-star guest star for that episode i mean it's it's within that week and let me ask you something and now I was an actor so many years ago, but I would love, I loved it when I was auditioning and they told me in the room that I had that callback. So oh. do you know, and do you, are you the type that tells people right away or do you just decide later? Look, I think it's like now, nowadays there's so many different people, things have to go through. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think when it comes to callbacks, like, yeah, if someone's in the room and be like, Hey, honestly, that was great. Like, you know, we'd love to have you come back for that if we're going to have a read or not. Um, or, you know, sometimes it's just like someone could just be booked right off tape, you mm -hmm. know, I'm right in that session. Be like, hey, that was awesome. Like, uh, you know, and we just send it right to the director, showrunner, producers, writers. And they're like, yeah, this person's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so which, the tape in the Zoom world is so different, which we'll talk to in a minute, but um, talk about in a minute. But go back to the ending, indie film pacing. Like yeah, indie film pacing, I love because, like, you get to breathe yeah. with 
like these characters. And what I love about them is they live for me for like three months. Mm -hmm. And they're just, and you get to be, I love film. I love film. Like I love doing film. Um, And yeah, because it's just, it's the story in 90 pages to 110 pages. That's just these characters for this amount of time. And it's really beautiful building that puzzle. Mm. Uh, and it's just, it's no, it's nowhere near as fast. Um, I'm kind of known, I guess I like the most things I do is I cast and I, I, I like, I'll cast like the bigger names and films mm-hmm. um, and things like that, which is a nice thing to do. Mm. Uh, but, you know, then casting someone like Steven and, you know, also is so beautiful. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so the- Does he have like a large role? I'm so excited right now that we're talking about him. This is incredible. Yeah, he's one of the leads. Oh my God. Yeah. This is just, Steven, Steven Peck, we're screaming. Our <laughs> whole studio is screaming. Well, he deserves it because let me tell you something. I know we're sidetracking, but he works his butt off and he just is so core connected to who he is and his vulnerability factor is so huge. And we can talk about vulnerability too. It was hard. I mean, we we went through so many tapes uh, and we just fell in love with her. It was just like, how do we even hire anybody? I mean, we just, we fell in love with him. So incredible. So what is your relationship? So in television to your producers versus indie films to your producers, do you feel like you have more power, more of a say, or are you just suggesting and, and like sort of letting them know your picks? Well, look, I think a good casting director, you should always have a strong opinion when you come towards characters and, and, mm-hmm. and um, presenting individuals. I, I think if you don't have that opinion, um, I, then I, I don't really know what you're doing. Um, I I think it's, yeah, it's just important to be like, look, I I see this character and I see this, this actor matching with this character for these reasons and being able to get to this, uh, uh, in the indie space, uh, I would say there's a lot less, um, hoops to jump through of approvals, uh, while, you know, I've been on television shows where, literally myself or in my casting direct my another casting director uh the director showrunners producers writers and then all these creative people are like hey like this guy or this girl's amazing blah 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 and then it gets to like a network and they're like no we don't really see it and it's like okay (laughs) great (sighs) so many so many cooks yeah, so that's one of those things. And like for, for me and the indie space, what I love is it's, and excuse my French, but fuck everyone's ego. And I tell that when I talk to any director, any producer getting on a phone to take a new project, I don't have an ego. If you wake up at three in the morning with an idea that I haven't come up with, send me a text, shoot me an email, whatever it is. And let's all hands on deck and we all work together to put this puzzle together yeah no no egos and just have a great time and it's good like and the projects i'm doing now are just getting bigger and budgets and i can't say too much about some projects i'm working on now but like the talent involved is just like people that i never thought in a million years that i whatever are gonna do it or no and like it's just it's just like a really it's a cool it's a it's a cool thing man it's like when you start to develop 
for myself. I mean, I've been doing this on my own for three years now with my company and, and just developing and how I want to be a casting director. Yeah, that's so and, cool. And I just love your personality because it's so chill. I would, I would want an energy like you around because there's so much tension and there's so many, you know, things outside just the cast and the technical stuff that you need a calming force. And so sure. to me, that's what you seem like. So yeah, um, thank um, you. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's, and it's and you're feeling, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's just, I, it's, it's, I love what I do. And yeah. I'm never going to not fight for somebody. At the end of the day, again, I'm not the one writing the check. So yep. I will fight until they go, Brandon, we mm -hmm. love your passion for fighting for this actress <laughs> or this actor, but we have to go this way. And I'm like, okay, I've done what I can do. Um, but I'd say 50% of the time, it works out in my favor, so. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I think of it again, and then at the end of the day, I think it works out in everyone's favor. And that's having the opinion. Because yeah. I'm very just like, let me show you the reasons why this, this actor or actress will be great in this. Yeah. Um, and I just, I love working with directors like that. Just like, we always have an open space. We always have an open dialogue. We always can talk about why that might be wrong or why that might be right or how it might be different. And I, I value that so much in my dialogue with my directors. So incredible, just so incredible. Has it changed a lot because you're doing indie? So you were already just busy seeing tapes, but were you having actors come in and now are you meeting actors, new actors on Zoom? What's your, what's well, your thing? I mean, I'll do like, I'll do some like little things here and there, like classes or whatever it might be via Zoom. But right now, you know, for the most part, it is like all the projects that I was saying I was doing, like they're, they're going like in April, May, June of next year because of okay. COVID. So I'm getting all these bigger names together on these projects um, and then kind of like taking a seat back once we know where COVID's at and then we can, I can start like reading actors for like, you know, some but, of the day player parts and supporting roles. Right. But my question is, will you be reading them in person no. now or no? I don't You're just anytime soon. Do it on, you'll do it on Zoom. You'll do like yeah. a Zoom or... Uh, yeah, so it'll it'll start with a self tape, honestly. Okay. Uh, and if yeah. there's somebody that I like, if there's a handful of people that I'm like, oh wow, they're great, I'll probably get on a Zoom with them and like work the scene, mm -hmm. and then have them maybe retape it again if need be. Oh. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, and I also just, I mean, there there's a lot of things coming, um, a lot of companies that are creating these amazing virtual. Um, kind of audition spaces mm. uh, i just you know just had my myself in my office just watched a whole like hour and a half tutorial on this new program coming that allows chemistry reads and and you know people to drop in and drop out and like pop up and read and it's like so much better than like a skype situation or a or anything like that it can be multiple people you know at one time really clear really amazing and just like very simple so incredible so yeah. times are changing, but do you miss the interaction? Do you miss the physical person? 100%. There's nothing, I mean, I, 100%. Yeah. We all miss it. Because yeah. we thrive for the communication, the interaction, the physical sure. welcoming, because we're just touchy-feely people. Yeah, yeah. And I think, though, that's why, for me, again, like, what I love about self-tapes now is I tell actors, like, to 
do the take that you want to do and do the take that you think we want to see. You can send both. We can watch both. And then if we want to have that, like, I will just get on a Skype. I mean, it's what we did with Steven. That's incredible. Um, Let me ask you something. So you said earlier to take your own impulse, but since we're, you don't get to meet you and get to work with you in the room, so you're, you're basically suggesting do your impulses and then do a little bit more of what, what they assume. Exactly. Because again, my, and the whole point of that, it's more of like a, um, it's more like a scientific theory of like, mm -hmm. and I guarantee the one that we're going to come back and say that we really liked was the one that you wanted to do the version you wanted and not the one that we, you thought we wanted to see, so. And how much of a scene do you watch? Do you get the first, the essence, and you know within the first? No way. Because like if, I mean, a self-tape, a, a demo reel, different. But like the actual self-tape itself, like, because someone could come out real strong and yeah. be amazing, but then like halfway through that scene just completely fall off. So if you don't watch everything, like that's not, yeah, I watch everything. That's amazing. That's what I like about you. But I could never do it. I'd be like, okay, next, next. I have two hours of self-tapes to watch when you and I hang up. Wow. What, what is a great self-tape? Is it the sound and the lighting and then the acting, or is it all together? I mean, it's, now it's an art form. I mean, it's, it, it really is a, 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 like a, just a, a combination of everything. I mean, it's like having a good background, having a good sound, you know, quiet space, mm -hmm. um, a good reader. Yeah. Um, now it's really difficult to, you know, have readers in person. So like making sure that your sound quality sounds good. Yes. While it's coming through the speaker of a computer or an iPhone. Yes. Um, you know, all those things do add up really. Uh, and let me just ask your opinion, because every cast director has a different take on it. The behavioral life of a character. So I'm a big behavioralist acting coach. Cool. So I love that. You're giving the essence and you're living and you're moving and I don't care if you come in and out of frame, because you're telling a story. Yeah. I feel like actors who just sit here, and I'm gonna show you this story, and just sit here, it's just one dimension. You and I are the same. There's my biggest pet peeve when I used to be, when we used to be in the room. Yes. Uh, I, I asked every actor, every single one, I don't care if it was 60 or 80 people that day, I'd be like, hi, nice to meet you, or if I haven't met, you know, if I haven't met them, nice to meet you, do you have any questions? Yeah. Uh, and if the first question, which you'd be surprised how often this would happen, out of their mouth was, what's my frame? I would, <laughs> I would pretty much go numb to that person. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, what is, is knowing your frame going to enhance your acting? Yeah. If, it, if it does, then I don't know what you've been. I, I don't understand that. And that's just me. Other people, I've heard different opinions like, no, but it's because of this or because of that. Yeah. Cool. Me, I'm like, look, I have a, an assistant right here who's running camera. You want to fall to the ground. If you want to go over there, if you want to do this, they will follow you. This is your space. This is your time. Do what you need to do, man. Yeah. Like, I just, if like, you're not. I'm the same. Down. I'm at the same page as you because I have actors who have trained at other places. They're like, oh, but we're not supposed to move. And I go, well, you don't move. You don't breathe. You don't breathe. You don't physicalize. You don't tell that three-dimensional story. And you're never, ever going to be a series regular. So like a lot of my series regulars and stars of films, they would never care any self tape we did in person or I coached them online doing, there was moving and they're like, oh, I'm out of frame for a second. Oh, well, well I had to do this. I don't care. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I tell actors too, I'm like, look, what we see in the audition room or on the self tape is not what we expect to see on set. We just want to see that you 
have the idea that you get it that like it's in the vein of what my director is looking for mm -hmm. and once you're on set and you have the explosions and you have the three thousand dollar suit and you have the gun in your back pocket and you have all those things all that's going to make things a lot different so right now do what it is for you to sh I, I just i can't stand the people pleasing the, the people put like the what's my frame it's like that's what you're caring about right now like what about what's this character or yeah. what is this or what are, i just and plus, the minute you say that you're outside yourself you're outside and you're watching yourself versus from inside telling that story yeah yeah that's just my again other people might not have that pet peeve for me i do i have that pet peeve so i'm so happy we're talking you know what we're going to talk about other things but i but I am, who's ever listening, stay in touch with the studio. I want you to do a three-week course because I've had you do other courses here and people rave about you because you are so... Yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> I because thought you were doing a plug for your classes or something for like that. For you, 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 you. Okay. Look at me, I'm pointing through. I'm touching your, I'm touching cool. your nose. Um, because you are so incredibly specific with actors. I think that... Um, you really understand the process, obviously, because you were a good actor yourself, and you have the tools to imbue it to others. And there's no, um, I'm just excited about it. So we're going to arrange that for sure with, without a doubt, 1000%. Because aside from I want everyone to connect with you, I want them to get better in their artistry and to be taught from someone from the other side who was once on their side is incredibly beneficial. Yeah, I just think it's important to every single actor that comes in and reads the same material as a casting director. I think it's important. You have to look at each one of those people coming in as like a completely different human and energy that's gonna, in some slight variation, can bring something new or different to this. And I think a good casting director, a good director is able to look at somebody coming in in the first five seconds you can know their energy of who they are and what I, I a lot of tech directors i work with are like oh i'll know if it's him or her in the first 15 seconds and i'm like yeah, yeah. I'm like but I get let me it. ask you let me interject that because now it's all on your 25th you know take of yourself tape so let's cut pre-covid when actors were walking in what is that key that confidence key that connected key to yourself. What is it for you when you see an actor walk in and how does an actor best take care of themselves in that room and then leave with that confidence? You know, there's that old quote about love, about if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it's yours forever. But if it doesn't, it was never yours to begin with. Yes. And I think that's a really important thing I think actors can look at auditions for is like, look, you love this thing, go in, love it. If it comes back to you, it literally is yours forever. You're going to be on film. It's going to be encapsulized in that. You'll be able to look at it anytime you want. Yes. But if it doesn't, it was never yours to begin with. So just go, just who cares? It doesn't so, matter. And I, so when they come in, what is that? You know, there's boundaries. So you don't want to be too high energy. You don't want to be too low energy. You want well, to be, think, you know. Yeah, I think the best thing I think you could do is just come in and be your being state. Never act above, never act below it. Just be where you're at, where you're at. Do the prep in those rooms. Whatever it is you have to do, walk outside, do something five minutes before you come in. You know, again, this was during live auditions. Yes. You know, uh, and come in and again, you're not there to please me. 
You're there to express something. And that's all I want to see. So just do that. Mm. Just do that. And, and when, an actor, when an actor bobbles a line, how do you feel about them? And I ask a lot of people on all these podcasts about going back to the beginning or just moving through, cruising through. It depends. I mean, it's something I'll, if it's something that's like so severe, I'll be like, hey, let's just take it from the top and we'll just like start. Or yeah. if it's right in the beginning, I'm like, hey, let's just take it from the top. Um, but if it's like towards the end of something and they don't bring it up and they want to keep pushing through, that's, I'm going to let them do that. Because at the end of the day, that I know, even if I use that take to a director or producer where that line gets a little whatever, but they keep pushing through and doing something and everything else before was great, I can still use that to sell them on, on, on uh, how great this person is. Well, it is about building trust. It's about building trust for you to give you the confidence to bring them to the producers, to be on set, to have a fluid process. Mm -hmm. What if they come into a room if for you alone and you're loving their work? Has any actor ever done anything that has just, mm, I like them, but there's something in that personality or has that never happened? Or you see past that because you're about the process anyway. I, you know, I guess I've never really have seen anybody come in, do something where I like, and I was like, ah, but I've heard a lot of casting directors that I've come up with where it's like, God, they're so good, but they just talk themselves out of a job. And mm -hmm. I think for what, what I've seen is that at network and studio tests is right. when someone comes in and they're obviously there for a reason uh, from a talent standpoint, but then they come in and they want to be like, Hey, Sherry. Oh, Hey, Hey, what's going on? Or what's this and that, that, this and that. And they just start to, and people are like, do I want, and I, you know, again, like, do I want to live with this for seven years? Yeah. Um, and I tell actors all the time, like in a producer, director session, network test, studio test, come in, say, hey, everybody, really nice to meet you all. I'm really excited about this. And then just say, hey, real quick, who's, who's my reader? And if, say, like, they point to me, that actor should walk right up to that reader and go, hi, I'm Brandon. Nice to meet you. Let's have fun. Uh -huh. And that is the only person that they should give a shit about in that room because that reader will be the deciding factor of how good or bad they can maybe do with something. That's everybody else. No one Literally just find the reader. Who's the reader? Oh, you are? Hi, I'm Brandon. Nice to meet you. I'm really excited to do this. Ooh, I love that piece of advice for everybody. I hope everyone's just written that down. That's yeah, that's obviously like be a human. Yes. If people are talking to you and they're asking you some questions, of course, have, have a conversation. But it's a big part of this business and just in life in general of being like, I guess, just an aware being is just be able to read the room. Yeah. Read the room, man. You'll yeah. know if someone wants to talk to you or not, and you'll know if someone doesn't want to talk. And if they want to talk, that doesn't mean they like you. And if they don't want to talk, that doesn't mean they like you. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't they don't like you, yes. <laughs> Your focus should just be where you're at in that moment for your job, what you're doing. You're a professional actor. And, okay, you're the reader. You and me. Hi, I'm Brandon. Let's have fun. That's amazing. Amazing. So um, now that things have changed, they don't, actors don't really get to do that. Mm -hmm. So is there anything that actors do on the tape? Do you think it's the most important thing for them to grab you that first couple of seconds with their story? Because you're not really getting to know them. Yeah, I think more so. in their work, obviously, but their personality. You know, what I'm no, no, no. I think it's like, I think like a solid lead-in 
like is really important uh, on a self tape, like yeah. not just to start as a floating head. Like I know it sounds simple, but if you like, if if the if the project calls for walking into something, or if you're driving in a car, or if you're doing any one of these things to to um, to do that, just to create help help us create the space more. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just really important. I think it's important in person or on self tape is create the space and just um. Yeah. So look, it's it's hard to to give that direction obviously, uh, when someone's self-taping, but, um, yeah, just don't be a floating head. Yeah. You know? Well, it's about bringing you guys to the environment, dropping, taking you guys into the world, not shoving the world in your face. Yeah. And it's like, you just, you can really see people when they're just like, I mean, I used the Dacre Montgomery self-tape as like one of the greatest self-tapes of like all time for stranger things. And like, you know, and you can watch it, it's out there. And, I mean, it's just, it's just someone who is just like, I don't, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just going to be me. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, you know, um, and he's one of my favorite actors. I mean, Dacre's like, he's going to just grow. He's going to be amazing. And that self-tape is just a really beautiful example of like an overall great audition and, and, and idea of a self-tape of just throwing out the expectation of what you think and just being like, I don't care, man. I'm just like I'm. I, I'm just gonna do this for me, you know. I 1,000% agree. And I recently, I actually, I think it was on 60 Minutes. I was listening to Joaquin Phoenix, and he. Not that I would want to ever hang out with him, but I think he's a. Brilliant oh, I totally would. Are you joking me? I would totally hang out with Joaquin, man. That'd be great. It's a guy thing, but he's a fascinating human being. But his artistry is what really fascinates me, okay. and even the dance he did in The Joker. That was free range. He was not, that was not in the script. He was so in his life of his character and it resonates. And I'm sure that resonates from actress to tape to you as well. And that's, you know, again, and that is the beautiful thing. Look, everyone hopes to aspire to get to that position of where Joaquin Phoenix is as an actor, mm -hmm. where Todd Phillips literally says, look, I don't, I don't think I'm going to make the movie unless Joaquin does it. Like, I mean, he wrote it with him in mind and that was his idea and, it was just those two constantly showing up 30 minutes before every scene just to talk about not even knowing what they were going to do and just working together yeah. and to be able to have that freedom and to be able to have that, um, that, that kind of openness. And I mean, and you see Joaquin through his career. I mean, you see people like you'll see outtakes from movies that he was in when like an entire ensemble is breaking out laughing while he's just in the corner, just kind of like, not finding it funny because he is not worried about what any single other person is doing on that set. And he's quoted saying this. He's like, all I care about is doing what I doing, just having this character. Yes. And, so like if, and so that's what I mean. We talked about it earlier about like, Oh, or some people, this or that he was always known as a difficult person to work with again who gives a shit as long as they show up and do their job it's like their job is not to become best friends with people on a set their yeah. job is to perform this character so just yeah i love walking I, yeah, that movie was my favorite film of like the past decade incredible i mean yeah. on so many levels incredible but i think that actors 
besides watching his interview, learn from his work. And there's so many masterful actors out there that you can learn from. And, but the point being is when people put themselves on tape for you for auditioning, that organic rawness mm -hmm. stemming from the true belief in the, in the creation of that character's world will grab you every time. Agree? Agree, yeah, just, again, don't show us what you think we want to see. Do what you want to do. Like, do what you see the character as. I yeah. want to see that. That's what I want to see. Yes. That's okay. You're amazing. I love having you. Let's give some advice for actors out there just starting. What's some, what's some positive advice? And then I'm going to ask you to close out with three pieces of um, uh, positive inspiration. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say advice starting off yes. is don't make acting your number one. Mm -hmm. Make it your number three. Do mm -hmm. that thing. Have, have other things that you love that when, when you're in the room or you're in the waiting room or you have a self-tape or mm -hmm. you have a producer session or whatever mm -hmm. that you can say to yourself, man, I'm really thankful to be here. But I can't wait to get home and write this new song. Or yeah. I can't wait to get home and develop these photos or write this uh, short film. Like, have, have those other things because when you make it your number one, um, when you make anything your number one, you can get burned out real fast on it. Um, and say yes then you, a, lot, a lot more than saying no. Mm. Um, Again, we opened up with this of talking about connections and just having those beautiful connections in this business. And I think it's important to keep those connections alive. Like if you're able to say, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll come do this. Or yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go there. Mm -hmm. Just show up. Don't act above. Don't act below your being state. Just mm -hmm. show up and let life happen. And let's see, see what happens. Um, and I'd also say educate. Like, so many people claim to love acting and love this business and all this stuff, but yet they wouldn't, couldn't tell you the showrunner or the writer or the casting director or the producer of this project or that project or this or that, yet they'll spend the first hour of waking up scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever. Know what you love. If you really love this business, educate yourself on it because I promise you when you are out in one of those situations and someone's talking about, oh, well, this and that, and that and like, oh, are you talking about the producer that also when he did this and blah, 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 the big, oh, shit, yeah, you know that? It's like, oh, yeah, that's, educate yourself. Yeah. If you really want to be knowledge, about it. Knowledge is power. You're so right about that. You're so, so right. Yeah, we could all be better at it, but educate yourself educate yourself for sure. I love what you just said about instead of wasting time on Instagram, reading about others, just go into the, the history of the, of other people that you're going to be working with in the future. Yeah, I mean, just like, like spending that first hour of reading variety, yeah. you know, spend that first hour reading deadlines, spend that first hour of, of seeing what's happening in the business currently. Um, you know, do, do that. I, I can be better at it. I need to be better at it, but it's, yeah. it's just, it's one of those things like, Let's all, that's what you sh we should be doing that. You should be doing part that. of the craft. It's yeah, part, it's of part of, yeah, it's called show business, not show art for a reason. And always remember that, that, you know, that is true. And so many actors that, well, we really infuse it at the studio and how to be better at your business part of it, because your artistry is, has to be vivacious and incredible, but you can be that. But if you have no 
understanding of how to move forward in the business, you're just an alone entity of being a great actor that <laughs> no one will ever see you. So that's really an important factor. That too. is it. I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, do you think there's a lot of great actors out there? They just, I'm like, 100%. Mm -hmm. I bet there's actors out there that are just hands and leaps and bounds above the talent that we could talk about all day. But they're either too afraid, yep. they're... They have too many insecurities. They have these 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 things that are not that are just going to hold them back. You know, yeah. so incredible. Okay, I adore you so much. I hope this has helped so many actors because information. This is part of the research too. This is why I do the podcast, YouTube, for the give back for knowledge. So people are going to get to know you a little bit. So when they get that audition, they have to come meet you. Bam, they have already connected. Bam, they can talk about this podcast with you. And it's ingratiating because people cool. took the time to hear your story, a little bit about you. And I think it's so incredibly important. Before we close out, three little nuggets of inspiration. Give us something. Um, fortune favors the bold. Be bold in every choice you make and make sure every choice that you do make, you do it 100%. Mm. Um, love that again just be nice to people go through life be good work hard stand up for the small guy um, love each other support each other you're never in competition with anybody in this business other than yourself mm -hmm. and um, just have fucking fun man like yeah. Life's too fucking short. Go on adventures, you know, book out if you got to book out and go on a trip for a month or a week and gain experience and knowledge. Keep digging on yourself. Like you are the craft, you are the business, you are the instrument. So like keep digging with who you are and constantly just try to better yourself. Like we've all made mistakes, myself included. And as long as you can admit them, and move forward and better yourself, then that's all you can do. So that's all you can do and everything is forgivable. Yeah. In the path. You are so amazing. I agree with every single solitary thing that you say. And I don't agree with everybody on everything. <laughs> and I'm gonna finish up by saying the one other thing everyone needs to do is vote. Stay oh. courteously aggressive, you guys. Go for your dreams 100%. Brandon, you're amazing. And I appreciate you. Thank you for coming today. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>